0: From the VarastaHomeCells.com studios, welcome to Theology on Tap, where, along with Father Jason Adams, we discuss topics that matter to you in your Catholic faith.
1: Um, get funky! Oh
0: yeah!
2: It's Wednesday night. Nice. Are you Ooh! ready? <laughs> <No>. <laughs>
3: All right, Father Jason, welcome
2: back, everybody. Father Jason, you ready to start us off and open us with a prayer?
3: Sure, everyone. Please join me as we now bow our heads in prayer. In the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, Amen. Heavenly Father, as we begin uh, this new week, Heavenly Father, we're aware sometimes we're on uh, uncharted waters at this time. This past Sunday, you shared with us in the Gospel of Matthew how you are able to walk on the water in the midst of storms, and you call us out to join you. However, Heavenly Father, but when we focus on the storm, we sink and lose sight. But however, when we focus on you and not the storm, we are amazed at what great things we can do. Heavenly Father, I just ask that you just wrap your mantle around our viewers at home, uh, especially this time, parents, teachers, uh, workers, uh, real anxious at this time as people try to return back to school, who are returning back to church, uh, that are trying to figure out what is normal. Heavenly Father, we all know all things do work out with you, so we just entrust at this time turning to you, and we just ask that as we continue with this program, that we can find ways, Lord, just to educate more people on the traditions and history of our church, Uh, and may all that we do, Lord, always and truly be for your glory and good, for we love you and make this prayer through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Son, Holy Spirit, amen. Ben, all right. Well, everybody, welcome back. This is episode 20. Welcome back to...
2: theology on i'm sorry excuse me man welcome to Town theology where we're bringing people to christ one victory at a time man wednesday got me this week man hey it's yeah uh, so, it's hump day what what yep. yeah yeah well, it's the second week back to work so it's a uh, i'm getting a little uh less energy having to gotta find a way to get back this energy back all right so welcome back episode 20 we are uh progressing uh mentioned before uh before the show, COVID has been 20 weeks, but then we decided, hey, we didn't start this till a couple weeks into COVID. So, uh, yeah, we're, we've been this long, and oh. now we've developed this beyond just a show. Uh, we got people list all over the United States watching and, and tuning in every week, and we got another great show for you set up this week. Uh, as you saw in the teaser that we put out this morning, uh, this week we're going to talk about uh, the big question a lot of us Catholics get asked is, Why do you worship Mary and the Saints? Why, what, why do you why do you have false idols in your church? So we're going to answer those questions. And this point got brought up to us of why uh, we should maybe address this because of current events. All right? We've had we've had a lot of we've had a busy year in twenty twenty, and, and so it brought got brought to our point of hey maybe maybe this might be something that uh, you guys want to talk about on the show. By the way, before we get into that, mm-hmm. if you would like to recommend a topic to the show please let us know. Post it on our page, uh, our Facebook page. Uh, send us a message uh, through the page, or you can email us, and our email is on our Facebook page as well. Uh, it's a great spot to let us know, and uh, if you have a topic that you would like for us to cover, um, we'll definitely, and we, we meet quarterly and talk about what our, uh, our, our themes will be. So if you have something that you feel like you want to hear about or talk, have us talk about, more than welcome. So back to what we were talking about. Uh,
3: yeah, yeah, well, let's jump in. You are saying this, uh, we're yeah. uh, the 20th episode in now? And yeah,
2: so we're, we're looking at our epi- uh, current events that have gone on uh-huh. in 2020. One of the things that's been talked about here recently is monuments and statues. Uh, we're seeing all over the United States and even all over the world monuments and statues uh, being torn down, uh, being removed or moved or, 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 or replaced or discussions of replaced all over the news uh, and so, a quick refresher of, well, why do we as Catholics have those statues?
3: That's true. The original statue issue became what was with us. You know, um, long story short, Ben, uh, you realize, you know, when uh, God just didn't drop down the Bible from heaven and be like, "All right, go and you know, go spread the good news," it was through word, and, you know, tradition. But people back then were illiterate, mm-hmm. so when your churches were built and when you wanted to get across concepts in the people, uh, besides handing down the faith in worded you know, and sharing the word. Uh, we know we had different images and statues and like stained glass just to depict and to get that feeling by looking at said image or said statue, how it would call to mind or resonate uh, something, you know, that yeah. was going on. That's the bare bones. We can get into the history of we'll get, false word. Oh, oh, that yeah, we're, gonna get, yeah. we're gonna
2: get in that exactly. Mm-hmm. And I and and I think we're 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 not uh, we're not trying to get uh, political, but what we, we want to talk about and just say, hey, you know what, there have been issues with Catholic um, statues that have been vandalized, or uh, like Blessed Juniper Sierra, or, uh, or some of the Blessed Mother statues in Colorado. Um, some of those, and we, we understand, it. it, it it's an education. Uh, we we feel some, some folks are just they don't understand what's what's going on there and, and we we've, we've even had in the news those questioning saint statues and, and, and such and maybe i don't know if they're, they're listening to title town theology but maybe out there somebody we and we can understand and some you guys can educate people on this is why we have statues and that's what the point of this episode is tonight is to provide that reasoning of what what behind and why the catholic church has statues why they have artwork father alluded to um, those those reasons for that earlier and we're going to get to that even more as we go further into the episode but uh so our show today going to talk about and touch about current events we've been having this conversation uh, uh and it's been on the news it's been a, a, a conversation so we're just a reminder of why we do uh and what we have going on here uh so uh rob so now that we've set ourselves up uh i believe it's time is, is it time for is it time for the transition Transition trivia trivia. yeah trivia we're gonna take our first quick break right here after introducing and welcome y'all back (laughs) Uh, so again welcome uh, got our trivia question today Uh, get a show swag we're getting those ones in those last couple weeks of episodes it'll be going out tomorrow Uh, and and winners of tonight's show should be going out tomorrow as well so uh, looking forward to uh, our answers tonight got a quick quiz on some shrines
3: exactly well let's set up that first trivia question because i'm looking forward to yeah. after that that person gets the answer delving into our topic
2: exactly so what we got here what is the most visited catholic shrine in the world excluding the vatican what is the most visited shrine
3: in the world a good one that'll give us a good segue mm-hmm. yeah, okay bet you. okay
2: so we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back, diving straight into our topic. And Alan is out there looking for correct answers. We'll be right back from the break. Ooh, and we're back. Yeah, welcome How back. How about those blue angels? About oh. mm. time hot. to uh, get, the, get the crew back going and uh, ready for 5.30 mass on yeah. Saturdays. We are, we're ready to, to have the kids
0: back in there singing. Yeah, Singing it up on Saturday afternoon.
2: Yep, me too. Brittany, you hear I'm, that re-
0: Actually, I'm ready for any. Singing. Any singing? Any singing to go on in church. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's kind of just one of those things that you're like, it's missing something. Oh, yeah. We're not singing in church.
3: We'll, we'll eventually singing. also, too, did I hear that you're behind getting some new camera software to our viewers that are I, listening? I believe
0: that we are working on getting some new cameras because we want everybody to experience uh Church and we want everybody we want to bring people the best quality that we can when when they cannot attend so hopefully we'll have that going
2: yeah. here shortly sounds great well um we're looking for a trivia answer uh still there is a correct an- answer out there uh but we have several winners that have won here recently, and uh like we had talked about with our uh, if you're new to the show we have a couple uh viewing uh um, winner, some stipulations. You can't have one in the last few months. Uh, yeah, we know we've been working in a short time frame. But uh, we, there are some correct answers out there. So uh, if you're looking for a correct answer and you want some show swag, check out the uh, the answers that are up there and maybe you got a chance at win. There's, a, there's an answer out there on
0: Facebook and on YouTube. So the answers is out there. We just need somebody
2: who hasn't won before to repost it. There you go. Get the, get Google working. Get Google working. It'll be it, it's fast with that one. So uh, while we're waiting on that quick answer, and Alan can get it to us later, um, let's go straight into this subject. Why do we as Catholics have statues and pictures depicting Jesus, Mary, and the saints when the Bible says not to have idols? So Father, I took some time and I went over mm-hmm. just verses and, and said, you know what? I'm going to create. The argument that's given against those things, and the arguments that are given for the reasons.
3: Oh, you're doing your own apologetic spreadsheet. Oh, yeah, man. Oh, I, wow, yeah. We're role model over here. Okay, keep no. it up. All right, Deacon Ben, what's well, up? Well, what well, did you find? Yeah. Unpack yeah. it. Unpack it. <laughs>
2: so, some of the verses that are used when it's asked, when when somebody walks up to a Catholic and says, "Well, it's against the Bible," I can prove to you that it's against the Bible. I got four. Uh, verses here.
3: Alright, I'll use my seminary knowledge and see where you went with it. Okay. Alright,
2: so first one out of Exodus. You shall not make for yourself a graven image or any likeness of anything that is in heaven above or in the earth beneath or that is in the water underneath the earth. You shall not bow down to them or serve them. The next one was out of Deuteronomy. You shall not carve idols for yourself in the shape of anything in the sky above or the earth below or in the waters beneath. The next one's out of 2 Kings. He smashed the bronze serpent called... Now this one I'm going to probably mess up. ...New Hustin, which Moses had made. And then lastly, back to Deuteronomy here. Be strictly on your guard, therefore not to degrade yourself by fashion and idol to represent any figure, whether it be the form of a man or of a woman. So those those are four arguments, and, and understandably from 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 an outside perspective they make a very good argument towards you're not supposed to have an idol you're not supposed to have a false person above the lord
3: there you go yeah so obviously some things were going on in our early story of our our salvation history mm-hmm. that um god had to get people's attention he saw they were doing some other things so uh very good Ben. yeah, yeah.
2: So I even went another extra step here as we go through here and go to the Catechism of the Catholic Church. Uh, Going in here, it says, uh, The Christian veneration of images is not contrary to the first commandment, which prescribes idols. Indeed, the honor rendered to an image passes to its prototype, and whoever venerates an image venerates the person portrayed in it. The honor paid to the sacred image is a respectful veneration, not the adoration due to God alone.
3: So are you telling me, Ben, so we're not supposed to like, you know, have false idols or whatnot, then God's going to tell us that there are some idols that are okay and what to do with it? Is God trying to contradict
2: himself? And I think that's where our line gets drawn there, is that we, we have a line between the difference of well, what makes an idol or that adoration word that gets used. Oh, okay. Yeah, And then the, the, the word that's mentioned in there is also venerable. Correct. And, and, and I think there's a differentiation. Can you tell us a little bit about maybe the differentiation between what is um, adoration and venerable?
3: Sure. Before we go to the example that would be in Scripture, uh, a, a classic one, um, when it, I like to look at the prayer, the Hail Mary prayer. That's mm-hmm. how I look at adoration or veneration and what's the distinction. Because, you know, we often see statues of Mary, and when people hear the prayer Hail Mary— what do you think people understand at that moment? What are they thinking of? You know, it's like it's Hail Mary, full of grace. But no, but we know that when we Hail Mary, you know, we're speaking for the English, we're trying to get our attention. Like we're trying to get, excuse me, Hail Mary, you're full of grace. The Lord is with thee. You know, there's those are distinctions. So like already in our semantics and how we pray, you know, the English language is that um, the hail is not like hail is, provide some type of worship but they all, i want that attention mm-hmm. to show some respect so no exactly so um an act of veneration is not the worship in the thing itself but con but coming up with a, a, a feeling or an emotion and that will gravitate it back towards god um you probably have the verse like in front of you but you mentioned the example uh i believe it's from numbers where moses um uh, you know, it creates the, uh, those. He starts the kings. Mm-hmm. You know, has he had the, had the bronze serpent? Okay. Yeah. Why did God? It, okay. So. so that was
2: where uh, Solomon destroyed the the bronze serpent. But yes, yeah, so in Numbers, and that was the Numbers. one of the the arguments for, and we're going to get to that. But that
3: distinction. Yes, because sometimes too, God wants something, then He takes it away if you begin to worship something. You want to draw attention to Him, not to the object. Mm-hmm. So again, so when it comes to the image or thing itself. Um, it seems like you're about to take this in a different direction. I'll follow with you. But okay. you're not trying to worship said image or thing. All, worship is only for God and what that image or statue is representing. You're giving it a certain respect in, in terms of it gets you closer to God, not that thing itself.
2: Exactly. And I think that's where uh, I also found in the Council of Trent. Uh, uh, Trent, Uh, That said that taught that idolatry is committed by worshiping idols and images as a God or believing that they possessed any divinity or virtue, entitling them to our worship by praying to or reposing confidence in them. So like you mentioned, there was with our early church, they were battling some things. So even in old times, we're looking at a lot of verses that were in the Old Testament, but Mm -hmm. even into uh, post-Christ and into the early church they were still battling those issues of the creation of something that was a false god, of putting something over the, uh, uh, over the Lord. Um, so the next step into that one, uh, and, and to continuing with the same thing, was these are verses that I found were for the support of statues, were for the support of the creation of, uh, uh, of items that were used to glorify. Um, first one, going right back to Exodus this time. Says, And you shall make two cherubim of gold. Of hammered work shall you make them, on the two ends of the mercy seat. Make one cherub on the one end, and one cherub on the other end. Of one piece of the mercy seat shall you make the cherubim on its two ends. The cherubim shall spread out their wings above, and overshadowing the mercy seat with their wings, their faces to one another, towards the mercy seat shall the faces of the cherubim be. Father, maybe some folks don't understand, what is a cherubim?
3: first of all, you're seeing God now says don't create idols, but in a certain sense, he's saying, well, there are certain things you can create that'll get you closer to him. So in this sense, we're talking about the Ark of the Covenant. Yes. So when uh, God is saying, you know, he wants um, Moses to build the Ark of the Covenant, he then gives specifics on what it's going to look like. Mm-hmm. And So the statues of this case are smaller ones. Cherubim will be angels. Yes. So maybe today you'll go to a church and you might see a tabernacle, meaning a house where the Eucharist of Blessed uh sacrament is reposed or even uh, you might see a monstrance a uh, thing that looks like a star blast and there's a white loon in the center which is our Lord and there's different ones I see that have two cherubim on the side or two angels that's so like even today anytime our Lord is present sometimes whether he's concealed in the tabernacle or in Eucharistic adoration if you ever wonder why there's two angels in my home church St. Teresa's is a cordial, hey big deal go to cordial watermelon <laughs> capital of the world, Cordelay. Um, we have two uh, angels on either side near our tabernacle uh, in which we have our altar candles Mm -hmm. so that's that's where that is coming from in there cherubim but you know long short story long angels angels
2: yeah yeah and and it continues you got first chronicles here it says for the altar of incense made of refined gold and its weight also his plan for the golden chariot of the cherubim that spread their wings and covered the ark of the covenant of the lord all this he made clear by the writing of the hand of the lord concerning it all to Ezekiel, on the walls round the inner room, and on the nave were carved the likeness of cherubim. And then last one here, Numbers, with Moses. Make a fiery, a fiery serpent, and set it on a pole, and everyone who is bitten, when he sees it, shall live. So Moses made a bronze serpent, and set it on a pole, and if the serpent bit any man, he would look at the bronze serpent and live. So we looked at a couple verses earlier that said, don't put false gods before me and don't create idols but then now we've looked at at the lord saying to uh old testament figures create these things but he gives specifics
3: correct Ben. and one of you we actually have uh the way you presented it was in the chronological order so going back to about moses you know we talked about the one you were before before against was he says to destroy but before he said to destroy it he first wanted that built to show that hey Remind the Israelites, I am your God. As long as you look to this, you'll know of my power. But then people got too conditioned, too loose, and they started worshiping the image in itself. And that's like. <sighs> I got to get your attention again. All right, smash it. Let's try this again. Come on, people. So, um, no, exactly. A- Any time where these things, God's trying to draw attention to worship to Himself, and we got to realize, worship You, Lord, again. Go back to the prayer I used in the gospel this past week. You know, um, you know, when God was walking in the water of His Son Jesus, again. You know, when you look at Him, we can walk. We can do good things. When you look to the storm, it sink. So we just got to, you know, look to the Lord. and These things, and not look to these. Look for other peripherals that'll cause us to sink. Look to Him.
2: And it's amazing how this subject, it, and it come on such a great weekend where you can use that, uh, uh, this past weekend, where you can use that gospel in today's things. Crazy how the the, the Lord works in this situation. Uh, ben right? and our
3: viewers at home, there is no coincidence in his providence. <laughs> providence. All right.
2: So uh, – uh, in order to to compliment you, unlike what you just said, we went back to the catechism of the church here. Um, and like you mentioned, where the Lord said, oh, we're going to create something, and you're going to create this for me, and it goes beyond me because you're now worshiping this thing. The catechism addresses this, and it says, um, Religious worship is not directed to images in themselves, considered as mere things, but under their distinctive aspect as images leading us on to God incarnate. The movement towards the image does not terminate it in it as image, but tends towards uh, tends towards that those or whose image it is. And also it says the Christian veneration of images is not contrary to the first commandment, which prescribes idols. Indeed, the honor rendered to an image passes to its prototype, and whoever venerates an image, uh, that person is portrayed in it. Now, we, we already mentioned those uh, as well. Uh, and so... It addresses those issues of, and that that point of um, building. I just lost thought, but building a a point for for God. There of, hey, these things are created for this, but are, but are created for separate things. You're not using one as a an idol uh, per se, and you're not worshiping that statue for whatever reason
3: and correct and we're waiting for the producers to tell us who won you know again that, that first one do we, we get do we, a, we have somebody. we have a correct,
2: correct answer answers. oh we do Whoa,
3: Whoa.
0: That's, a, that's an echo Are we in a, ooh, <laughs> well we had so many we have correct answers, answers but, but we had, we had one that had that not had won recently. recently all right uh, uh via right. youtube michelle everett michelle everett got the correct answer congratulations michelle and she's also a patron yes and patreon patreon congratulations
3: we always right. love
2: our patrons.
3: Yes. Yes, we do. More am on that am I saying that
2: correctly? Patreons? Patreon. Patreon. Patrons patrons would be somebody that's uh, you,
3: You're in. a patron of the Patreon.
2: There you go. Okay.
3: All right. So well, I get what they call So the answer, of course, was well,
2: uh, The Basilica of Our Lady Guadalupe.
3: All right. So where I'm going with that also is, you know, why? So people going to our Astronomy of Our Lady of Guadalupe are paying homage, okay, I guess, to our blessed mother and something that she worked on, miracle things that draw her closer to her son, our Lord. But what people do when they visit a shrine or when you visit a church, when you walk into a church and a shrine, what what do you see usually beside that image or that statue that would throw you off if you weren't a Catholic and must think that we're worshiping? What do you see? So you see see that image or you see that statue, there's usually something below it and a coin box. What What is it that's below that Candles, candles, exactly. Yes. There's like an, you know flame. so people light candles near these images, and we know that you know candles that are a certain scent are like light in the flame and, uh, and the smoke going up as a way of like prayer rising up to God or incense rising up. But when it comes to these flames of these saints, you're asking you know the saint to what's depicted in that image to intercede, and you're trying to go closer with our Lord. But what the, what the image of that is conjuring up is a sense of respect and reverence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go ahead.
2: And I, I I saw that as explained to me in two different ways, uh, Father. Oh, I do tell. One, when we're talking the picture, um, one of the things we think of as you, you look at old pictures or you carry a picture with you, let's say, a, a, of, of a mother or a grandparent or something. Sure, you if you carry, were
3: to pull out my wallet and they say there's a photo of a woman and they say it's my mom. Okay. Yeah,
2: exactly. Let's say it passed away for years and stuff. And, and you take it out and you hold it with you and, and you're there and you pray for them in that instance. You're praying for them. All right. That, yes, that's what I am mean, yes. Yeah, and that's exactly, that was the one way of, let's say, uh, where the, the picture of Our Lady Guadalupe is, and you're looking at it in that sense, it's the same sense, the same exact sense. When it comes to uh, the use of candles there, think of a, a, a visual thing, a visual thing. Um, you have an event, people lay out candles for visual for, for whatever reasons, it's the exact same purpose, where the ways it, it, it's been explained to me in the past mm-hmm. of those two events. Would that be an accurate depiction of... Of why those two, why we have the that set up that direct that way.
3: I like the idea that sometimes with candles we use it to keep watch for keep prayer, keep that. uh, the fan of the flame alive, foresaid person entrusted them to the Lord. But I want to go back to what you said about the images because one of my good friends I had in college, uh, which was Valdosta State University, Go uh, Blazers, Go Blazers, Go Blazers. Uh, Rip football season, but January's New Year. Hey, uh, I
2: still got Georgia uh, Southern, so I got. Yeah, we got one season yeah, still going yeah. on.
3: Yeah, so, but I was talking to a friend about explaining the Catholic faith. I said, look at it this way. You know, you use the example of a wallet. If a burglar were to go to my home or somebody or another, I had a, or exchange to it. Went in uh, to the Newman Center and, or you walk into a college dorm. There's gonna be a lot of images, and more likely than not, it'll be let's let's say for this example. Again, if your mom or girlfriend, you might be like, "Whoa, there's so many images or artifacts or things by this person." You would think, "Do you worship that person? Like, what's the who? Who is this woman?" But no, those images, those snapshots capture, you know, something special, and that feeling helps lead you deeper then into. Recalls that feeling that brings that emotion, and so what we're saying with the saint. Let's look at the example of the crash. Let's look at the example of um, we see uh, you know the Christmas the nativity scene and the name mm-hmm. for crash that calls to mind how Jesus was born, born in a stable. You can look at that same image and go, oh my gosh, or that or the statue of it and go, oh, he had he had a mom, okay, he had his foster father, and he wasn't born in a nice house or anything. He's first of all he was incarnate, Jesus became human, and he was with animals, and. In, in, in that situation like, like whoa so there's so many different levels and emotions you can get by looking at said thing and all of this is giving like give, giving it back to God like gosh wow Lord or even too uh, um, one of my favorite you know images again too is Jesus walking on the water it has caused the mind that especially during these times right now no matter how bad the storm is as you look to him he'll get you through sometimes he's he's, he's pulling you up
2: Hey, stuff. keeping that eye on, that that eye focused on your mind focused on where you're going and where where that sense is, mm-hmm. and uh, those folks in in, in instances where we're talking Mary and saints, we we know and we understand that those folks are there with him and that through them they're there to help us get there, right?
3: Correct. That's a whole other show in itself, but correct. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: So, kind of kind of some things uh, that that I pulled as I, I looked up things one thing that came to mind here and it was looking at the word worship uh in, in the sense of what the word worship means and and you have to go back to old english to where we kind of use the word uh w- where it came from worship in in the sense of today
3: all right so you're a teacher what to say
2: oh yeah and i'm probably going to butcher this thing because um but it's worth a skype is the old english word where we've gotten worship from they had skype back then
3: yeah, apparently apparently worshiped it. Worship Skype, yeah, worship <laughs> Skype, yeah.
2: Yeah. So uh, which means the condition of being worthy of honor, respect, and or dignity. So to worship in the older, wider sense is to ascribe honor to anyone deserving it parents, teachers, God. So if we look at this in, in, in the word in the sense that we we think of oh you are worshiping this 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 idol the word worship that we use in the English language that where it derived from didn't in a sense actually mean using this as an idol (laughs) to me that was like whoa whoa, are you serious that's, that's where that came from
3: well, I know what you can talk about when you social distance have your mask in the Lanier County break room, then. i ask you about this podcast. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll be talking about it. The social studies room has been the discussion room, so we we, Ooh, we have okay. conversations of what's going on. Okay. So just what happens when you're social studies teachers, you stay up on current events. <laughs> all right, all right. Yeah. So, no, it was just one of those things that you think of, uh, in a sense, worship, that, that word coming out is worship. Yeah. Uh, you, you would think of creating an idolatry whereas as we, we look into the historical aspect Of the word uh, We find it a, a, as um, As those in a different manner Sure
3: uh, we can make other things idols But you know but yeah. we shouldn't
2: Exactly so uh, And then one of the other things to wrap this kind of section up It says All in right. the Catholic Church uh, Whether you're living now or in the past or in the future uh, We're living now Yeah in the part of the body of the, we, You are part of the body of Christ but, You uh, are family Statues are simply reminders of those brothers and sisters who, in faith, have gone before us. Every time we see a statue, it recalls to our minds their lives... Of holiness and how they followed Christ with their own hearts.
3: Of course, we got Sister Sledge stuck in our heads when you set it up like that. <laughs> yes, we are family, and as this pandemic has taught us, we are all in the same boat. Yeah, we are in this together, my brothers and so sisters.
2: Maybe that educates those that maybe question. Oh, the 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 use of statues that are out there. Um, that are of saints in certain areas. Oh.
3: True, because again, if you're not Catholic, have that understanding. You know, putting something out there. You know, maybe say outside of a monument, this maybe at a cemetery or a marker. Mm-hmm. Like, why would that be there if not to worship? Or you, you, you project certain things onto it that might not be the intention, which yeah. is the importance of education and what we're.
2: Yeah, you know. and you uh, alluded to this. Excuse me. In this last aspect of it, uh, right here, is Catholics also used Statues as teaching tools in the early church. You mentioned, well, that wasn't that their purpose.
3: Correct. When you when you couldn't read at the time, and you know, you you the Catholic Church was good about engaging all your senses. So even the we talk about smells and bells. Okay, that your hearing, your nose, but also with your sight. Uh, now again, you know, when you walked into these huge, large churches around the world, especially look at medieval times, looking at Europe, it's like. You felt small, and this was like so big. And then you could look around and recount stories of salvation history that your family or your parent, you learn in the home or in your town, and you could see it displayed, and it just makes so much sense. You mm-hmm. know, what been passed to you by looking at said, you know, image.
2: All right, let's let let's go with a little trivia here for you. What's that? Yeah. So let's see how well you know, uh, um, Savannah here the the pictures in the cathedral that are up on the the top of the ceiling i've been to the tour but it's been a long time who are those people that are up on the top
3: all right if we're talking about the little circles on each one we got yes. the evangelist okay around so if matthew mark luke and john depicted by the image mm-hmm. uh they're said you know
2: so Ah, see there we go i knew he'd get it it's been a long time since saint I've been
0: john through. the
3: evangelist yes is an eagle that's all right. yeah all right, so that, that was our question, though, uh, for the viewers at home. For was, viewers, you know, yes, I mean, yeah, they're, they're, all, they're all looking up. All right, we're gonna look. Okay, the four gospel writers in the forms associated with mango.
2: go. Yeah, yeah, no, sorry, I was giving Father Jason a, a little trivia here to see what what he got. Uh, so, Father, we, we, we talked about statues in use, and one of the, an, another question uh, that comes up when it comes in terms of statues, idolatry, worship, that kind of concept. Because good question is, why do we bow? Why are there certain times we bow? Why why do we bow to certain things?
3: Well, I would say in that case, I would have to pick the person's brain about where have you seen this and what's going on. Um, A classic example might be uh, twofold. Let's just say the example of when approaching the altar,
2: and that like was that down. was where I was going to go. Let's say I show up, I'm, I've okay. never been to a, we, uh, a wedding mass and I've, and, and in a Catholic church, oh, and I show up. Okay, so, that's, that's
3: perfect. Okay, let's say that the priest is already there in the center, and and this whether it's your wedding rehearsal uh, or another point in time, you know, the priest is standing in the center, and the bridesmaid or groomsmen sometimes choose the option of processing in. And something that the uh, wedding planner always go will be, Father, uh, will they be bowing or a profound bow, or do you want them to stand straight to the side? And I'll say, well, I'll be like, well, I control us on this side. What do you normally do? Because you're running this show, and I think you're doing a great job. Oh, thank you, Father, you're great. Can we work with you again? <laughs> no, no, But um, besides that, answer political science major. Um, the idea of the why would she, why would the wedding planner say, Father, uh, should they just stand to the side or make a profound bow? Is because. You, the mistake is, you're not bowing to me. So if you're not Catholic, it's not a really true Catholic-Catholic wedding or, or, or majority Catholic party, you might think as the person's coming down, it looks like when the person's making a bow as I'm standing in the center of the altar is that they're bowing to me. No, you're not bowing to the priest. You're making a profound bow acknowledgement of the altar. That, that altar is where a sacrifice Takes place. So that's where our, our Lord is going to be made present. There's, there's a reverence for about what's going to take place there, or you know, another way some people bow. If they can't. The old knees uh, messing on them. A profound bow also takes another leg up on genuflecting uh, from bow. So another thing about genuflecting. Technically, when the stations of the cross, uh, you notice that when on Fridays, Good Fridays, when we're doing the stations, and there's the crucifixes going around, etc. Sometimes you might have a crucifer, sometimes you don't. But technically, right leg is reserved for God. Left is for heads of state or reverts in other ways. So the profound genuflection. Okay. It's given to our Lord. It should always be facing towards him and his presence. Okay. So that's why sometimes where I'm at, I might do the left leg, or if you're meeting the head of state, they want you to kiss the ring. You might say, that's antiquated, and we don't do that no more. But mm-hmm. Not with a Corona. <laughs> no, exactly. <laughs>
2: well, and that was one of the other questions I'm going to throw here was, you see a lot of people bow when they see the Pope, when they meet the Pope. Why? It's, and I've had that question asked me before. Why do you as Catholics... In that situation, why is there a bow?
3: Well, there shouldn't be a bow necessarily towards the man, but there are bowing, maybe because they can't quite reach uh, where the ring is. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just a sign of reverence for the aspect of the authority which he carries being the vicar of Christ. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, Jesus was the CEO of Christianity Incorporated, Catholic Church. He had to pass his keys on to somebody once he left. He gave it to Peter, and with unbroken succession, we can trace that to right now Pope Francis.
2: I hear the retirement plan in eternity is wonderful.
3: Hey, <laughs> oh, no rim shot on this. <laughs> Rob's like, let's go ahead and wrap this segment. <laughs> Fine, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, go sell a house. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh man, <laughs>
0: if you need a house, <laughs> <home>. <laughs> Yeah. So,
2: uh, Father, and, and just to bring to this point, like I did earlier with the, uh, I got some Bible verses to to back these up. We're going to
3: quote scripture. Yeah, we're going to go oh, quote oh, scripture. Oh. So, okay, all right. Oh man. So,
2: okay. we're going with arguments of why we shouldn't bow. You shall not bow down before them or worship them. Out of Deuteronomy. Proof texting. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, and then so. We also got some arguments for it. Go to New Testament here. It is I, John, who heard and saw these things, and when I heard and saw them, I fell down to worship at the feet of the angel who showed them to me. Mm. Yeah. Joshua, go back to the Old Testament here. The Joshua fell prostrate to the ground in worship. And in 1 Kings, Bathsheba bowed her face to the ground to David and did, ooh, man, obeisance to the king and said, May the Lord King David live forever. So we have in, in several situations where, yes, we're told not to bow before them and worship them, but also instance where you look at John right there, he's bowing to an angel. What's that all about?
3: Well, an angel, Ben, is a messenger of God. <laughs> so what's happening here and going back to the gospel reading but then from this past week, but again, Jesus was present. Anytime that you are aware of the immensity of God, there's this profound... Out a sense of respect and reverence to God, not said thing. To the prostrate, we'll look back at that first reading uh, that we would have heard. A scripture from Elijah. You know, he he knew that God was trying to tell him something, but it wasn't in the wind, it wasn't in the earthquake, it wasn't in the fire. It was when he was quiet, and God speaks in silence. And in that silence, that's when he knew that it was okay to enter the cave to hear. My prostrate. Uh, then we have uh, Moses is going to. You know, cover his face the things you know so anytime that we are aware of something that has to do with God that usually involves us prostrate or sort of veneration and that
2: would be the exact reason why we do these things at mass uh, correct
3: the, correct
2: alright good yeah Yeah. so well man for all the research I did I, I've knocked out a whole bunch Alan do we have any questions out there with the uh, audience or anything yes We do,
0: actually. All right. Uh, One is, how do you explain saying the rosary or praying to a
2: saint versus praying directly to God, i.e., skipping the middleman? All right. Do you want to address kind of that two ones? Because you got the rosary and you have saints, Father. Do you want to?
3: I'll hit saints. You hit rosary. Again, we'll do another show in November. (laughs) uh,
2: There you go. That's exactly. Are you of thing.
1: prepared for that? Yeah. You're the guy
0: who studied this stuff.
3: <laughs> I'll answer one thing. So you can. No. So um, again. So when it comes to again with the saints or assessors, I look at it this way. When you apply for a job, can you just go straight to the boss and submit your resume, your qualifications, and list your experience and say, "Here, take it." Could you? Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. But. Well, what if you're like, you know, I could say, hey, not only do you see my list of experiences uh, of said expertise I have in this area in the years I've done it, I can also give you a list of people who will back up and cooperate, collaborate what I have just said. I worked with this person during this time in my life. I was not really good right here, but I was able to have a talk with this person. My performance got even better right here. All right, so when you have references, that usually makes your shot of getting said job that you want a lot easier. So yes, I can go straight to apply to the said person, but if they saw some of the people that gave me references. So like with prayers, we have a patron saint for, for, for all kinds of things. So yes. someone going to a particular saint means they've already walked that walk. So we're saying is, hey, this person understands what's going on, so I want this person's prayer added on. You know, so they understand a little more and trying to get, you know, God with this. And also I would say, too, when it comes to We'll talk a little bit with the rosary in the guards of intercession when it comes to Mary. Often, when people tell me I'm mad at God, I think God's mad at me. Or why would God say this and then this is happening? I'm I'm picking and choosing. And why would God contradict himself in my life? Like whoa, whoa! If you're mad at God right now, I don't know the perfect person to talk to to get His attention. Or maybe this person can help you see what's going on. Mama Mary. Oh, exactly. Mm-hmm. There's always somebody we can talk to in the family.
2: You always can can go to the mom. Had a great mm-hmm. situation uh, recently where not dealing with Mary, but I, I was talking with a friend and his mo- mother is actually a friend of mine as well and she let, if you ever have an issue, call me. If that doesn't have to do with your friend, doesn't have to do anything else, but if you ever, just call me. I'll give you some words of wisdom. Perfect example. Mm. If mm-hmm. you think, okay, which we, we, oh, that person's angry, go to mom. Go go to that answer. Get that answer. Mother Mary is the best person. She's going to help you out. I 100% agree with that. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, and I think maybe an episode in the future on both. Uh, 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 the rosary specifically maybe be in the future. Sounding good.
3: Sure, we'll add that to the list. I know, too, yeah. some other people have already submitted their own selves or wanted to talk about certain things. But as we said earlier, we are here on your topics, and we meet quarterly to go over said things.
2: Yes. Got any other questions out there? Nope, uh, Alan, you got it? I mean, uh, Rob, you, you look like you had a question. I don't know.
0: Do we want to get into the whole uh, kneeling aspect Because we're doing a lot of kneeling, too, you know. I think maybe – And then is kneeling a sign of respect or a sign – you know.
3: i got a great answer for that. You know, uh, I happen to be a priest at St. John the Evangelist, a parochial vicar, and I serve under Father Brian LeBert. Father Brian LeBert, pastor of St. John the Evangelist, is looking to put together a teaching Mass. He wants to put together a video show. I don't know who's going to be his videographer, but he remembers the late John (laughs) O'Brien, Father John O'Brien, doing said Mass, and he wants to do that. So I know that Father Brian has been getting up in the morning, getting his coffee. Uh, he, he calls it coffee with Jesus. He says his prayers, he has his coffee, and he sits at the dining room table, and he's been laboriously, laboriously uh, looking through, working on that. And uh, I haven't had a chance to talk with yet about this, but I always like to use Catechetical Sunday. Uh, that's when the kids begin their faith formation mm-hmm. that aren't in the Catholic schools. I like to use when we had the blessing of catechists, using that time to, uh, depending on uh, which masses I have, to do a brief teaching, whether it's the first part of the Mass or the second part of the Mass because then, uh, Rob, we will address why we put on, why we put on, why you're standing here, why you're kneeling here, why do we sit for these readings, we stand for this reading, Uh, why is the priest's hands up in the air and now his hands like this, you know.
2: Um, So what you're saying is beyond his mass we also probably need to have him on here and have a conversation just him telling us about the mass breaking us down those parts right
3: I, th- I think he would love to do that uh...
2: oh, so oh, be... no so i know he would love to do that. oh i know he'd love to come in and have time with us so father brian if you're out there listening to us tonight if not we'll reach out to you soon that's another great guest we've had on the show exactly yeah. okay okay Rob's like, yes. Yeah, well, sure. well I no, know, I, know
3: I know it's a school night for people. If we get, we wrap up yeah. early, wrap up early, but uh, but we could always talk about uh, what we're trying. Well, support. I got
0: other things I don't want to talk about.
2: Oh well, well. Oh, you we, too. We, we could talk yeah. about that post show, Rob. <laughs> All right. So I'll
3: hear so, your confession later. Okay.
2: Yeah. Another episode there. Confession. All right. So before we get going and wrap things up a little bit, a quick reminder to thank you to all of our uh patron sponsors that are out there and for those of you that are either new to the show we're interested in supporting the show 100 percent of everything that comes in uh, that comes in to the show stays right in here at, at the show and, and goes to catholic missions uh, out uh beyond that
3: yes and i know too uh, now ben uh, and also producers i know some have expressed well father i still get part of my stimulus check or i'm not good with Pat- uh, patreon and i know that's how y'all want to Calculate things. What do y'all need? Can I just get you something? You know, can I just like? Simply, is there anything? I have I a list. Add? All right. So Rob has a list. So we, we have a list. So if you would reach out to us,
2: we would love to work with you. If you have, uh, uh, if you have a means and a ways that you would like to support the show. Uh, we do have a list and we, we are working on things constantly. We have a, a great little studio going on here that we've worked on and we're looking to continually add. Uh, we're looking to to take the show on the road uh, uh, in the future as well and that, that has some little things that we're going to have to bring with us yeah, to take it on the some road. Some
3: logistical challenges and things but yeah. also be exciting. But I want to say too first and foremost just to keep praying for yes. us this minute besides for the bandwidth and the, and the technology you know just you know, um, just for the ministry in itself and being creative on how we can minister yep, to we others. We just
2: went down. We did. No, I'm just uh, kidding. <laughs> man, man, we,
0: he really mentioned bandwidth. I was just. One, he's having a nice. He's gonna hour. jinx us.
2: <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, it is great. Like you said, prayers. Uh, please pray for us. We we are running a ministry here uh, that reaches not only to our local area of Valdosta, but we we have branched out over the last 20 weeks we have started to crawl and creep and crawl across the diocese we've been bringing in uh priests and other guests from around the diocese we even mentioned we got bishop elect coming on in a couple
3: weeks september 2nd september yeah. 2nd so, eight fifteen, september the second
2: so we are we're looking isn't that, to that
0: is that your anniversary yes that is my anniversary <laughs> yeah, alan. how many years alan 20 years Ooh, he remembered 20 yeah. years
3: Wow! Oh, if you happen to be here you get a special blessing. I will be here. Will be here.
2: Man, look at that. So, do please pray for us and uh, if you're there for starting uh if you are if you're looking into helping us out, supporting us on Patreon, the link can be found on our page if you click the little shop button. That's on the Facebook page. Uh it can be linked and found and we're working on linking it into uh the YouTube page as well. Uh we do appreciate your support on the show and we appreciate you listening in every single week and share. Click share uh let your family members know text that link out um it's a it's much appreciated every time it does get shared uh every week and we see new viewers every week
0: like and subscribe and hit the bell on youtube that's right hit the
2: bell because then you'll
0: get notified when we go live i get notified you you won't have to remember you hit the bell and it'll come right up and say look at john john has the best hair on the show and he doesn't get on camera enough so i just wanted to point that out
3: yeah well now he's trying to hide
2: well it's time to uh wrap things up father you ready to wrap us up with a prayer
3: sure let us pray father son holy spirit amen heavenly father we've just talked about ways and how uh, we try to honor and glorify you and we just ask, Lord, that may we take nothing for granted. Things are inconvenient now, but our idols of worship are not sports. It's not found in said other things. It is always in you. We ask, Lord, that you just continue to bless us and give us that strength and have a new appreciation for ways that we can get to know the extended family that have given us examples of heroic virtues that have lived uh, their lives and rejoiced with you in the heavenly kingdom. May we continue to learn from their example so that one day we too can join that great feast of heaven. Bless us, bless our viewers at home, and again, all that we do before your glory and good. Make this prayer through Christ our Lord. Amen.
2: Well, everybody, have a great week. Rest of the week, thank you for viewing in and watching Titletown Theology, where we're bringing people to Christ one victory at a time. See you guys later.
0: Thank you to our Patreon sponsors, Alan Sanderson, Michelle Everett, Michael Johnson, Teresa Alonzo, Brittany Pelleteri, Ellen B. Dunleavy, Hannah Everett, Ada Davis, and
1: Kathy Kathleen Lloyd
0: and Larry Davis.